0: Now, here's one thing that's important to look at, that's important to understand, right, is that fitting in and having so high social status is essential. Every interaction is affected by a pecking order. Who is a dominant group member and who are the subordinates in a sales transaction? Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals, along with our unmatched marketing, has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. which is very, very important. It talks about status. And uh, I was just going to read a couple of things I think they are super important. Uh, to look at that. A great reminder, right? It says, Status plays an important role in frame control. How others view is critical to the ability to establish a dominant frame and hold on to the power you take when you win the frame of collision. But most people in business and social action review status incorrectly. You don't earn status by being polite, obeying established power rituals in business, or engaging in friendly small talk. Now, so many people tend to do that what do they do? They come in and play the nice guy, the nice girl. That's the old school build rapport. And what happens is, what does that do to your status? Lowers your status. Now, it doesn't mean you can't have rapport and stay in rapport. I really learned this when I was doing four or five listening presentations a day in office. I just didn't have time to build rapport. So I really got good. And after I read this book the first time, understanding status. So everything is built and based on status. What do you think that means to the client? Yes, how they view you. What do you think that means? And so what happens is as soon as you walk in, what are they doing? Judging you, which is also what? Yes, which goes back to what? The croc brain. brain. They're scoring you up and down as soon as you walk in that room. So what I think a lot of people won't realize, and I want to cover this, is super basic, but it's important for us to go back and realize how much status plays in the role of interaction from a sales standpoint, especially something like real estate, which has a very high and long sales cycle and a high purchase price, which is very, very important. And it just talks about, here's the important part. Within seconds, right, we each need to decide for sake of our own self-preservation, who is the dominant alpha in the room? And this is what? This is just natural primal in terms of how people do that. And they're doing the same thing when you walk into that room. And so you can ask yourself your question, right? What type of status am I showing or giving off when I walk in? And this goes back to how I dress, how I look, how I operate, how my certainty operates, how my words are. Every little detail matters. And so you got to play the game to win. in that scenario just talks about how humans do this. And it's really, really important to talk about. I talked about social status, right? But here's a key part. It's important because your social status is the platform for which, in, in which you must pitch. If you're pitching from a lower level platform or lower social status, your ability to persuade others will be diminished. Yeah, they're not going to listen to what you say. Right? And this goes back to talks about if you don't have high status, you will not command the attention necessary to make your pitch hurt. So they'll listen to you and be polite, but what are they not really doing? Not really caring what you're saying because they've already done what? And so I want some of you guys to go back and reflect a little bit and say, look, what's my social status say when I walk in the room? If I'm young, what do I need to do? i got to overcompensate. I can't be just coming in in a collared shirt and some jeans and a pants, right? I got to make sure that I'm over able to overcompensate for this in terms of what I'm doing in that scenario, especially if they don't know who you are in that piece, right? And that's the key part where here's what it talks about too. The alpha enjoys most of the attention in the social interaction even when he or she is not demanding it. When he or she makes a statement in regard, he or she makes a statement and regard it as, sorry, it's regarded as true and goes unchallenged. And there's just plenty of evidence it talks about how people follow the alpha without question. And they do these studies it mentions here where researchers set up tests where men dressed in high status business suits would jaywalk across a busy street and when it's unsafe to cross. And what do you think happened? No. Nope. Lower status people follow them across. They would go to New York City, they dress them up in business suits, and they'd wait until it was dangerous to walk across. They walk across. People who were in lower status visually would do what? subconsciously follow them across the street. Why? Because it's how the brain works and it can't help not to do so. And so it's important for us to understand how I play that game in that scenario, which talks about lower status pedestrians tend to follow the high status decoy into the danger zone. Which is crazy. They tested on the flip side, they would not follow someone who dressed badly. The truth of how life works and how humans work, and it goes back to what we talked about in the previous page, which is what? The crocodile brain. And so I want to play the game where some of you guys are going into the this, this situation already lost the game because of how you're showing up and how you look and how you dress. It's different if you've been doing it for 15, 20 years, they know who you are and things like that. It makes a massive, massive difference, right? So when you take the high status position, the social interaction, you feel it and it's felt by your audience, aka the person you're going against, which is super important. That makes sense, you guys there? which is a very, very important piece. And so one way to do that, obviously, you want to talk about is you want to establish local star power. Way for us to do that for us here, obviously, is how you dress, how you look, bring them into the office. Uh, we'll talk about other frames you can set. Uh, but also, you can do that through what? Some of your testimonials and reviews. If you drip that to your people before they come in, before you meet with them, now you're able to do what? Elevate your status to them, showing here's who I am, here's what I've done. Very, very, very important piece there overall in terms of what we're doing, but I just think it's important for us to do. And We also want to get good at owning those two types. First piece here is social status. That's how you stack up where? In society. They're judging you based on who this person is, what they do, how much money they make, all that stuff. There's that natural pecking order, which goes back to the crock brain and how people survive overall. The good news is for us, especially somebody brand new, there's this thing here called what? Situational status. The situation, what's going on, and it really comes down to two main things, knowledge and skill set. The example I gave last week was what? Heart surgeon, cardiac heart surgeon who makes tons and tons of money, holds a very what? High social status. Overall, but you put that heart surgeon or cardiac surgeon onto the golf course or the golf pro playing game of golf, what happens? The, golf the game has changed. The golf pro takes over, and the golf pro's status now raises above the social status. And overall, now what happens to the cardiac surgeon or the heart surgeon? They tend to do what? Listen or follow. But what in order to do that, the golf pro has to do what? Demonstrate knowledge, skill set, and that they're very good at what they do. And so I want you all to play this game that really the first interaction with your client matters more than ever because they're going to judge you based on the rest of the transaction, based on how you show up in their very first interaction. Are you on time and are you sharp as attack, both looking wise and also the way you act? Sharp as attack matters in a very, very high level. And they're judging you through that entire piece, which is very, very, very important in terms of doing that, right? It talks about here, this is crazy, I'm just talking about, I'll read this because it's so valuable. It says the first impression we make on other person is based on that person's automatic calculation of our social value. As a survival mechanism, the other person's brain is making it a priority to understand where you fit in in the social structure. This person makes a hasty judgment of three measurable criteria. Your wealth, your power, and your popularity. Based on some quick mental shorthand, the person is going to assign you a status level. And from that calculation, the frame will be fixed. Meaning what? You ain't getting out that frame. Okay? Very, very important. That frame Will be fixed. And here's the crazy part the person will not necessarily even consciously think about this. The people jaywalking behind the man in the nice suit do not deliberately pause to consider his status or think about whether whether it meant he was likely to cross the street safely. They just automatically calculated his likely status and behaved accordingly. And so our clients are doing that the very time they see you, the very time they see you. If you email them, you don't have a picture in your profile, guess what? That devalues your status. Every little detail in their reaction, they're judging you with their crock grain, looking and saying, hey, look, is this person safe for me to do business with? And most importantly, we're not dealing with some small Best Buy TV or electronic here. You're selling somebody their house, 30 years of payments to the bank, and it's going to make a big difference in terms of what your situational and your social status is. Right? Very, very important. That's our real estate matters. You see people buy nice cars. You see people dress nice. You have to do this because you've got to play the game to win. It's very unfortunate, but guess what? That's just the reality of doing so. Make sure you set that frame overall. Questions about that? We go a lot deeper in that, in terms of that, but I want you guys to understand, what's the main benefit that you all have? A very high situational status. Why? Number one, our brand. They can't drive anywhere without seeing billboards, hearing on the radio, seeing on TV, all the stuff we have. And if they Google anything, they see the 770 plus five-star views. all those things online stacked together are designed to do what? Increase our situational status and also our social status in that piece. There's a reason that we have things. People like Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck, Barbara Corcoran, Clay and Buck are all designed to do what? Increase both the situational and the social status of a brand in terms of who we are. That's why sharing those things with clients is so important because automatically they associate you with that higher social status person, which means what? Your status is higher. Make sure you're playing that game overall. Also, knowledge. Knowledge. This is key for you all to make sure that when you're talking to them, even though if you're younger or less experienced or whatever it is, that you're coming across and know data of the market so that you can share that and immediately establish what? Social dominance in that term, right? Because I am the expert and I have knowledge and guess what they don't have? Knowledge. knowledge. They think they know. They don't have specific knowledge and actual specific data. That's why you need to know what's going on in the market with a specific specific number, I talk about this all the time. When I changed the radio station, right, I had to do the numbers every week. And so now I know the numbers very, very well because I do it every week. And so when somebody asks me how the market is, I used to say what, it's really good, things are going great. If you ask most agents how the market's going, they always say it's good. But if you tell them, hey, look, well, actually, you know, prices are up 13% last month, now they're looking like, oh, this person knows what i are talking about. And so it's important for me to be very specific in terms of what I'm doing with actual numbers, in terms of where I'm going. Does that make sense for you guys there? Now, how do I set a price frame? Super important piece here. Very, very important for us to we'll talk about this, and I kind of wrote some stuff out, uh, I think, which is super important. All right, so I have to make a shift somehow here from the commodity to the prize. Easy way to do that is to make somebody apply. We can't really, I haven't mastered that yet, but we can do that face-to-face with our intent statement, both on the seller side and the buy side. There's ways in the book, it talks about this all the time, but it's just something that we did a long time ago. This changed the game for me. It was done to me when I signed up, and I knew what he was doing, but I still couldn't get out of it. And he said, hey, look, if we go through the whole thing, and I feel that like you're a fit, you know, I'll make an offer. To you. Today, I want from you a simple yes or no, and we'll take your credit card today. That sounds fair enough? Yes. Right? And so I knew the whole time. I was the one that initially was qualifying him to spend it that time. I can't remember what it was. Now he's qualifying me for something that I, I, I was just qualifying him for. And so what would that do to all my power? Took it away. And now he owned the conversation for the rest of the meeting. Ended up spending money because at the end, right, I felt like the whole conversation, I was doing what? Trying to, the Trying to prove myself and chase the prize. And so it's important for us to make sure that you are absolutely using our intent statement every single time. What's the intent statement? Anybody know? Right, I'm going to learn about you, your situation, what's most important to you all in the process of selling your home, right, or, or buying either one, right, depending on what side it is. I'm going to go through and explain what we do, what makes us different than 99% of agents in North America. At the end, if I feel that we're a fit and that we can help you, I'll make an offer to work together. The only thing I want from you today is a simple yes or no if you feel it's a fit as well. Does that sound fair enough? Now, what does that do there? You guys understand? Here's the, real, the reason I want to reshare this today because some of y'all aren't doing this step because you don't understand the psychology behind it. You have to do this the entire time, every time. Is it scary? Yes got to make sure you get the yes or no, too, because what you're doing there is it sets up the stage for the entire presentation. And now I'm qualifying them versus them qualifying me. And even though they know you're doing it, here's the crazy part about it, they can't get out of it. Hundreds of sales books, been through all kinds of sales trainings, but guess what? I didn't have a way to get back out of that frame. Why? Because he set a frame about around himself through psychology, and he made himself what there? The prize, one of the most valuable things anybody's ever done to me before. I knew he got it from this book. I'm like, man, I'm gonna do this. Figure out a way to do it, and that's what I did to my listing presentation at the time. Changed the whole game. Now here's another part I talks about in the book, right? I'm gonna add this as a great writer downer for you guys, especially on the listing side. Okay, very important. I make that, it's like the, the sweeten the deal from the script, right? So I make that part, you know, if I feel that like you're a fit and that we can help you, I'll make a simple offer to work together today. The only thing I want from you guys is a simple yes, or no, if it feels, sorry, uh, if I feel that like you're a fit, we can help you. I'll make an offer to work together. The only thing I want from you guys is a simple yes, or no, if you feel it's a fit as well. Does that sound fair enough? Yes, right? Here's the second part of this. Part of what makes us, makes us successful is we don't work with just anyone. We like to make sure that our potential clients, number one, committed to actually selling, and number two, realistic about price. Is that sound fair enough? So now I'm double qualifying my seller, and guess what I'm qualifying my seller on? Realistic on price. And so now, what's he or she going to be doing the whole presentation? I don't want to be overpriced here because this person may not work with me. And it's important. Through the book, they do all these takeaways. On the buy side, the same thing. Hey, part of what makes us successful here is we don't work with just anyone. We wait to make sure that potential clients are, number one, committed to actually purchasing. Number two, realistic about price. Does that sound fair enough? And now, what am I doing? I'm making a double close here in terms of the price frame. So, I thought about this when I was walking the other day, listening to the audiobook again. It just talks about how can I layer in price, and I'm pre-framing for what in the back end? I'm, pre, I'm pre-planning and pre-framing to get the price done at the right price at the back end. Because now, not only are they qualifying, hey, for business, but what is, is you have to find a way to say, look, we don't do business with just anyone. In the book, they talk about a lot, especially what this guy does is he does huge deals uh, to venture capital companies. So they do $400 million deals at a time. You're pitching against all these people. You have 15, 20 minutes to do it. um, And it's a lot of psychology in how it works. And so you have to find a way that says what? We don't work with just anyone. We don't work with just anyone. Super important. So I'm going to reframe and say it again. Hey, part of what makes us successful here is we don't work with just anyone. We like to make sure that our potential clients are, number one, committed to actually selling. Number two, we're about price. Does that sound fair enough? Use the same exact script on the buy side. What is it? It's another form of what? Price framing here. It seems crazy. But it works over and over and over and over. And some of the examples they use in the book are very powerful. When it talks about here, um, they talk about this. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? We are very selective in who we work with. This dude's qualifying me. And meanwhile, they're doing what the whole time before that? They're thinking, they're thinking hey, you got to pitch me and do a dog a dog and pony show while you think you're the best. But when I say, look, hey, tell me this. can you tell me just a little bit about yourself? Uh, we're very selective in who we work with here. You got to be careful from a fair housing standpoint, but you can do that based on character. Obviously, they're going to be realistic about, you know, purchasing and obviously are they committed to actually selling. And then what are they going to do the rest of the time if I do that? They're going to tell me how committed they are to actually selling or buying and they're going to tell me they're realistic. They can't help it because it's what? It's built into human DNA because people want to be what? Accepted. And so by me doing that frame, it changes the game in terms of what I do. And so is it scary? Yes. Yeah. Does it make you have butterflies a little bit? Yes. But you want to do this, and it changes the game. For me, on the listing side, when I started doing that, it changed everything for me. The prize frame is the window in which you see the world that allows you to see yourself as the prize. And once I do that, I have a social structure that allows me to say, look, I'm in high demand. You guys want to work with me, and people want to work with you who are high in demand. Okay? Now, all this doesn't work if I don't show up right have the right pre-frame, have the right dress, the right system, the right everything in terms of how I show up doesn't really matter.